0: Recording from Studio 262 in the AOB, you're tuned in to What the Howl, an inside look at UWG Athletics straight from the source. Now here are your hosts, Matt Cook and Jared Boggess.
1: Heyo! Welcome in to another episode of What the Howl. I'm Jared Boggus, joined by my co-host, Matt
0: Cook, your assistant athletic director for Awesome, and wow, you're excited. <laughs> Camp season's here, Matt. It's exciting. Uh, I you know I love the fact that we were here at well seven between seven thirty and eight this morning, and I had closer to, put, to eight for me. But go ahead. I had to put my camp shoes on, Jared. Your dad mowers three thousand. <laughs> they are they are Adidas shoes from the original Adidas uh, deal when we were Adidas prior to when we were not Adidas and then back to Adidas, and uh, so they're several years old, and they're quite slick on the bottom. Yeah, they're worn out, but. I'm telling you, they are the best. uh, They're the best shoes to wear as far as tennis shoes go uh, when it's wet outside. Yeah, because they're like leather. Yeah, they're leather, and so nothing gets into them. It's I love those shoes um, for two reasons: one, because my feet don't get wet, and two, because that means it's camp season.
1: Gotta love camp season. We're gonna talk kind of what we saw from day one of camp a little bit later on in this episode but we've also got some updates from the past two weeks we did not record last week just got busy getting ready for camp um but we're going to talk about some of the headlines from that uh, and then we'll like we said we'll talk about camp and then we're also going to catch you up on the 40 games that shaped 40 years so we'll talk eight games actually today on this episode of what the how let's get into it absolutely all right. So over the last two weeks, we had a lot of headlines. A lot of them were academic awards, based on or from uh, coaching associations. Um, actually, pretty much everything here is academic. Got to love it. Um, so women's golf, they were ranked 13th in all of Division Two in team GPA. 13th. Oh, that, that deserves
0: the hand clap. Absolutely deserves a hand clap. 13th in division in Division Two in team GPA. That is that is insane. Yeah. Two years in a row, they've been the top team in the GSC. Now that's fantastic. What a, you know, and and the, the thing about this is, that's that's kind of an untouchable type thing because they were also we were also
1: conference champions. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're just champions on the on the course in the classroom. Just what can, what else can you say other than they're champions? It's
0: just a great job by Todd Selders and and Christian Golightly and their recruiting of a of a top notch team. That is also just fantastic in the classroom.
1: Absolutely. Moving on, more academic awards from another coaches' association. Um, the WGCA did the golf stuff. This one from my favorite coaches' association, the USTFCCCA. All academic uh, honorees were Nadia Davila and Patience Collier. So kudos to them. Shout out to them for uh, great work on the track, in the field, and in the classroom. You only like that because you can say it real fast. USTFCCCA? Of course. The can USTFCCCA. You say it that
0: fast? I did think you crushed it. I, did I
1: say it? I don't know.
0: I didn't even think about it. Did I have? Did I give too many Cs? I made. Did I give four Cs instead of three? I
1: don't know. Mm.
0: Anyway, we'll give you credit for it. Naughty impatience—they are—they are much better at at, at uh, classroom type stuff than you and I are. I can <laughs> Clearly, I, I, there's been mathing that I couldn't do today already. Yeah, and, I mean, and how was that any different than any other day? <laughs> well, you know, every time, every now and then, you know, every dog has his day. The That's sun, right. Sun shines on certain places from time to time.
1: <laughs> keep going. <laughs> Please Just keep going.
0: But but congratulations to naughty impatience. Um, outstanding performances on the on the field this year and, and in the track on the track because they were both track and field correct peoples and so uh fantastic job and and what a great way to to um, for Nadia well no no Nadia' not done is she
1: no I don't think so I think she's still got some eligibility
0: we, we were talking about that earlier today the covid the, the covid rules as far as waivers and things like that this that's going to be one of the hardest things of our job this year is is trying to keep track of all of the of who's a senior, who's not, and uh and what everybody is. Yeah, because everybody got everybody got blanket waivers and all
1: some kinds Some people took it, some people aren't. Right. It's yeah, it's it's pretty much any time you see class and you see whatever that's listed, it's really just add a question mark because nobody really knows. Unless they're true freshmen. Unless they're true. They're freshmen. only true freshmen. Like that is the only one we're sure of. Right. Redshirt freshmen, me? Yeah, they they could be sophomores. Who knows? They could be a double red shirt. It's a mess. But yeah. She's still got eligibility, I believe. So, but
0: uh, congratulations to Nadia and Patience, and uh, and and very very intriguing. But men's golf also, GCAA, all all academic team honors.
1: Yep, five of them. Well, the the all academic team goes to you just had to have a team GPA of whatever it was, right, right. and we got that. So we got a team award, and then that was two weeks ago. And then last week, the the all American scholars were named, and yes, we had five. GCAA All-American Scholars.
0: Blake Collin, Reese Moore, Lucas Moda, uh, Dylan Mulaney, and Adam Park. Congratulations to all of them. Uh, Hey, look, our golf, hey, you don't want to mess with them on the court or in the classroom.
1: No. Quiz Bowl, they'd kill it. Absolutely. Did you say court? Huh?
0: Did you just say on the court? No, I did not. Maybe
1: I did. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they they play basketball. On the (laughs)
0: course. Course. There, There we go. Course. I, and sometimes letters don't. They, they just kind of don't work for me. Either. Yeah, mathing yeah. letters, all of it. Just depends on what
1: day it is. Yeah. Um. But yeah, shout out to those five and to uh, Adam Park. Um. He graduated in the spring. Has already completed his degree. Um. So, sh- shout out to him. Uh. Tennis also honored as an all-academic team. That from the ITA. I don't know why I have UITA on the script. Um. But the ITA, which International Tennis Association? Yeah, I believe that's it. Is uh there they do their all academic awards. So shout out to tennis for for winning the team all academic award um, based on their team GPA. And we had two two uh, scholars as well. Correct, I, I believe Hayden Rainwater yep. and
0: um, L Jones were both were both um, among the academic scholars for tennis. So you know, just lots of academic stuff coming out of our athletic department. And and Jason Carmichael, new athletic director, he's talked about this on Twitter and things like that. How exciting it is to have. Such good academics, and you know, in the case of women's women's golf, you know, you got conference champions in the same
1: in the same breath. Absolutely, absolutely. We also had nine graduates walk across the stage this summer um, and receive degrees at commencement. Um, we'll call those out and give them a shout out here on what the how. Cassie Henderson from softball, Raquan Chapman from football, Katie Schultes from softball. One that uh, came back to get a graduate degree. Um, she she's. What when did she play? She finished up in like twelve or thirteen, I yeah, believe. Yeah, it's been it's been no, a minute. No, maybe maybe fourteen. Fourteen, yeah, yeah, it's, somewhere around it, there. It was been before a I was a softball contact, and I just finished. Right. I think my third or fourth year doing it. So. Right. She's been gone for a while, uh, but back got her graduate degree. So shout out to her, uh, Dante Miller from cheer, also earning his degree, as did Aronte Anderson from Ben's basketball, Tyler Buford from soccer, Darian Bernard from football, and another soccer, Allison Smithwick. And Dang Niall, um, one that uh, we overlooked at first, so yeah. make sure we get him on this one.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah
1: dang, dang, what a what a great young
0: man. And he really, really had a good year last year.
1: Yeah, and he's coming back. And
0: he's coming back. But but the things that he did stepping up, you know, we, we lost Seth Brown Carter, which is a big force yep. at the beginning of the season. We, we, we didn't know we were going to lose him. And and he comes out and he's scoring twenty six points and all kind of stuff. So he really filled a a hole that was very very important. And it's got to be one of the reasons. There's many, but it's got to be one of the reasons that we were able to make it a regional.
1: Absolutely, I would say he was uh, definitely. I mean, he what he started just about every game, didn't he? Yes, one of, he was he was a regular starter. Yeah, so. Uh, hard to deny his contributions uh, for men's basketball. But congratulations, Dang, on earning that degree. We look forward to uh, more basketball from you this year. And I want to talk about Darian Bernard also. Yeah. Great,
0: great, um, a great teammate on the football team uh, for several years. He's not coming back this year, and uh, but he's actually going to have a graduate position on campus with Campus Rec. With, Very nice. With UREC, so really proud of him and his effort and his and his career. Um, that's kind of one of those thank a senior type things. Yeah, we you know, uh, he, he's just a, a great kid all around, and I'm I'm excited that he that he's going to be on campus and uh, and contributing. Uh, off the field now. so
1: Uh, We talked about Dang actually graduating and then coming back. Another one of those who graduated and is coming back, Raekwon Chapman from football, and he was on the field uh, day one of camp today. Matt, let's talk about kind of what we saw just in day one. Um, In a way, hard to see what you really got on day one. A, we're in in, uh, just helmets, no football pads. Um, I've once heard a coach say, practicing football without pads is like practicing basketball without a ball. Um, So, hard to to kind of really give a good takeaway, but I saw a lot of energy, a lot of people flying around. Um, and again, it's day one, but it was good to see after you know the layoff in 2019. It's kind of like practicing flag football with helmets. The layoff in 2020, but yes, yeah. <laughs> flag football and helmets.
0: <laughs> Gosh. So, but um, but yeah, no, it was. It, it I'll tell you what I saw. I saw I saw a lot of bounce. I saw a mm-hmm. lot of guys that were excited. And really the and, and you know we walk around and I try to walk around and talk to guys on the field and and you know let them get to know me, get to know them and 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 really, what I saw was guys that were just pumped that we are thirty days away from, yeah. from the first game in two years absolutely the that that is that is something that is across the board excited for all of them.
1: yeah, the funniest thing I saw <laughs> during the p a t field goal um, they were just had two groups going rapid fire. And uh, one of the freshman kickers, Brock Pellegrino, gets up and Garrett Bass is the holder. Um, so they're rushed into the first one. Brock kicks it, makes the field goal. And Garrett turns around to him and says, what's your name? He says, Brock. Garrett's, I'm Garrett. Nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> they just kicked the field goal and had not even met each other. It was just funny to to, to watch that whole sequence go down. But Things yeah. you hear on the first day of camp. The other thing that I laughed at was uh, also to do with the kickers. Graham Craig and the offense were running some drills towards the AOB, and the kickers were kicking at the, the field goal. And uh, they were just in the way, and Graham said, Hey, kickers, you've been out there for a while. Take a break.
0: <laughs> you can move easier <laughs> than we can. Just
1: take a break. So just they take mo- a break. They moved out of the way so they could keep throwing it way down the field. But, yeah, I got some – Kickers provided me some laughter today, and uh, shout out to Kyle Skierski, the the offensive line coach awesome. and
0: running game coordinator. <laughs> um, he keeps this in stitches. He's got a very relaxed way of of, of coaching, and, and but he is really meticulous on his on his details when he yeah. walk around the field. You know what he's that he is. Really, really paying attention to everything that his players are doing, everything like that. But definitely has a modeling career if he, uh <laughs> if, if, if the, the football coaching thing doesn't work out. You know.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're just not even gonna get into any more details <laughs> on that one. <laughs> no more details.
0: But um, it was it was definitely a, a highlight of the day for me. Yeah,
1: yeah, and a, overall a good day one. Um, like Coach Dean told the team at the end of practice, great energy on day one, but it's day one. Everyone's excited for day right. one. Can we carry it on to day two, day three? And that'll be the thing to see as we uh, get this thing really ramped up.
0: One of my favorite drills that I watched was was with the defensive lineman in uh, kind of an individual drill. They had the the fake ball with a, with a stick.
1: Oh yeah,
0: and I don't know if there's a proper term for that, but I just call it a fake ball with a stick. I mean, it's a real ball. It's just it's, duct taped to a stick. It's true. Yeah, so. it's true. But. Um, and so they had to. Uh, it was basically a race, and mm-hmm. and Coach Majet, um, Roosevelt Majet, he was behind the the train, the manager who was holding the the stick, mm-hmm. and uh, and snapping the ball, and they and it was a race to to get to Coach Majet, and the um, the competition that ensued from that with those guys was was pretty insane.
1: Yeah, I can imagine
0: because they they were all you know um, they were all calling each other off sides if the, if anybody moved early or anything like that it was it was a really cool drill and a lot of fun to watch but just to see the
1: intensity level that those guys had was was really fun. Another thing I saw from the D line um, that I really liked they were running some drills with the uh, the dummy bags on the on the ground you know and they do the high knees chop through it and uh, DeAndre Garden hired gone and Marzavion Dix came through and. Um, DeAndre didn't like his footwork or something, and he made him go back and do it again. He's like, he was like, no, that's not good enough. And DeAndre, he ate, DeAndre Gardenhire made Marzavion go and do it again because he didn't do it good enough. See, DeAndre and
0: and DeAndre been around for a while. Yeah, and uh, and, and man, that's really really cool to see. Yeah, when when, when you see. Um, Upperclassmen guys who've been around for a while really stepping up. I agree. Uh, um, ben Walters was another one that was. He was the get back coach on the sideline. <laughs> during, that's a tough during job. Drills. It really is because especially during practice, because everybody kind of creeps towards um, towards the field and, every, and everything like that. But he was consistently uh, keeping people off the field and that. And you know, it, it's good to see leadership like that because that's the kind of stuff that really, really co- pays off in uh in September when we get going is the leadership that people listen to and they and absolutely and and have respect for. The coaches can coach all day long and they and they're doing a fantastic job, but at the end of the day, if the players aren't policing themselves,
1: then there's then there's not as much accountability. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, it'll be fun to watch as we uh get keep going in camp. They'll have um let's see 10 days of true camp format before classes begin and then more to a regular uh, practice schedule, you know, in the afternoon. But we'll continue to be out there. We'll have pictures and videos for you. We'll have coverage from all that. Um, other sport, other fall sports are getting ramped up the later part of this week with their camp. So it's here, ready or not, uh, August is here. It'll be September, and we'll be playing games that actually matter. Um, before you know it, so buckle up. It's gonna be a fun ride.
0: And Kroger already thinks it's it's uh, October anyway. Then throwing out the uh don't complain about Rishi's pumpkins being <laughs> out a little bit early. I know you've already bought some. I, no I have not. I did not. I'm impressed. I did not. But my sister in law did get on did get on to me. She she sells pumpkins and she was like, I don't I need people thinking about pumpkins. So
1: <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. All right, so let's talk our 40 for 40 series, 40 games that shaped 40 years. We've got two editions to catch you up on, so we'll do this kind of quicker than normal um, that we've been doing. Um, back two weeks ago with the fourth edition, we started in 93 with a 23-16 to 16 win over Valdosta State. Um, to be honest with you, I'm trying to think um, what the significance of that one was other than beating Valdosta. Um, was that our first win over Valdosta? No, that was '92 because we just 92. did that one because I did the voiceover for the video. Um, but off the top of my head, I can't remember the the massive significance other than it was a big win over Valdosta. Let me let me. I mean, anytime up. you beat them, it's a big deal. So
0: I, absolutely that, it, it, when we when we ask people online to tell us what, what games they all any win over Valdosta any, is one any of the win, win over Valdosta so. is what is what works. So, yeah, and just on the uh, so Felix Addo, uh played in that game. It says that uh, Valdosta State, number seven in the country, coming into the game, averaging 50 points and nearly 500 yards of offense per game. And then um, we held them to 16 points. We had an interception. Uh, Hatcher had thrown 177 consecutive passes without an interception. And we picked one off and beat them. Picked two off. Two off. Look at that. We led 6-3 at halftime. um, And then uh, it was 13-13 in the second half. They uh, Valdosta missed a field. No, a f- had a fumble.
1: Oh, was that the fumble recovery late in the game? Yes, okay, fumble I,
0: recovery late in the game.
1: I do remember reading it or putting that together.
0: Now. T- uh, Chris Teal to Chad Walker for a 10 yard touchdown pass, and uh, and that would do it. Uh, Felix Adder rushed for 177 yards in that game. The dude was pretty good. He's he, he, I'm telling you, if you look at the picture of him, he and Rajay's Mosley. Um, have a very similar build, short, stocky, thick legs, and uh, and
1: can move, and not just one person is going to bring them down. No,
0: no. So if you if you haven't had a chance to see Rajay's Mosley, he he ran a couple of years ago, um, and he
1: really had a, had a good game in the spring. So make sure you get out and see them for a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. We had the Delta State game from ninety three. We won that one twenty seven to seven, if I remember right. That clinched the first winning Gulf South Conference. Record, which is a big deal. That's a tough conference. We had just moved into it, um, you know, 10 years before. Um, But that was the first time we had a winning record in conference play with that win. Um, 94, Elon. This is a game that I wish I could have been at, or I wish I could find video of, but I can't. There is a video somewhere of the final play because it ended up on ESPN. Well, we need to find it because I've never seen it. Okay. So Chad Walker caught a Hail Mary with seven seconds on the clock is when it snapped, I believe, um, to beat Elon. Uh, Chad Walker is a listener of the pod if I remember right. Have we we have confirmed that? Yet? Yes, yes, he, he 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 told us that he listens. So, um shout out to Chad if you're listening. Um big hero in that um went over Elon and also went on to become the first Division 2 All-American at receiver or first Division 2 All-American ever. I don't remember where I read that um for West Georgia, but um yeah, shout out to Chad Walker for um, the Hell Mary catch in '94. That was one that he uh, he requested when we asked, "What's your most memorable games of the last forty years?" Absolutely, and and I'm telling you right now, um, Mitch Gray, that would have been one of his. That would have been well, his for sure, yeah, yeah. for sure. For the sure. very next week after that win, we went down to Paulson Stadium um, and beat Georgia Southern fifteen to fourteen. Um, there was a ridiculous stat. They had won so many straight games at Paulson had an incredible record all time there. And went we went down there and beat them um, when they were you know what used to be Division One, two A, FCS now uh, back in the day. But one of the big wins that a lot of people remember here at West Georgia. They were sixty eight and five at home all time going to that one. Yeah, and and ranked
0: ninth in the nation. That's pretty impressive in in one double A, not Division Two.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: so. Uh, and and following this one, uh, we didn't play against Georgia Southern until 2007. Yeah. So Georgia Southern was
1: like, Nat, not doing that anymore. And we'll get into that again with another school here in a little bit. Um, this past week we did the fifth edition, and kicking that one off was the 44-6 win um, over Valdosta State in 95 that clinched the first ever playoff berth. Um, in school history, well, first-ever Division II playoff berth in school history. Obviously, we went to the playoffs in 81 and 82. Um, This one was requested by somebody on Facebook, I believe, and the wording they used was um, a 1995 Valdosta, a thorough whooping, um, which I love that description. But we scored on the very first play from scrimmage and never looked back.
0: Uh, Pummeling is the word that's written on the website.
1: Yeah, that's the one that was used from the uh, – the media guide. But right. on the voiceover from the video that I did, I used thorough whooping. Thorough whooping. Yep, because I love the way somebody put I don't even remember who it was on Facebook said that, and I just love the way it sounded. 34 to nothing at halftime. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was not close. So it was over at halftime. Yeah, there is video of that one. If you go to our website, um, you can watch some video highlights from that game.
0: And then September seventh, 1996, another Division One victory
1: over Jacksonville State. So back in the day, Jacksonville State was in the Gulf South Conference. We played them every year. And they had beat us. We had never beat them, but finally in '96 we broke through, beat them thirty to ten, and they've never played us since. They have not played us since. Yep they wow. they don't they don't want any of this anymore. Apparently, uh, uh, I'm not calling them out.
0: I'm just no saying. no no no. We're we're not we're not calling them out. Uh, they they had a guy named Keto Hayes. I wonder if he ate any carbs. <laughs> Maybe.
1: <laughs> Keep going.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so. But uh big-time win there, and, uh, yeah, like you said, we haven't played since 1996. Wow. And then West Georgia versus North Alabama. This is a big one, November 9, mm-hmm. 1996, a 32-31 to 31 victory. That was the first uh, win over UNA. Is that right?
1: No, not the first win. Okay. Um, I think David Dean was here then because when I was asking him if he had any old video, he said he had video of this one. I think this is the one where Charlie Fisher went for two after the, game, after the, uh, the score late to uh, – to win if i remember right i could be wrong
0: rather than tying the game up with a with a conventional extra point with 3 seconds left in re, in regulation west Georgia head coach charlie F- fisher rolled the dice and opted to go for two i didn't write that i just remembered reading it so so yeah you know, we went for were, two to win there was a dice rolling on the sideline whoa whoa we, no there wasn't no gambling. There was no betting no, on the g- sideline <laughs> whoa <laughs> sorry clara <laughs>
1: so no <laughs> uh
0: Figure of speech. We love the literal translation translations. Yes.
1: Figure of speech. Rolled the dice. Uh, took a gamble.
0: So, but absolutely, and uh, won thirty two thirty one. And UNA, UNA back in the day was really really strong. Yep. And it's and as strong as they were, it's part of why they uh, why the national championship game was at Brawley Memorial Stadium for as many years as it was. Yeah, because they
1: were in it a lot. One, it was a good it it was a good place to play. Two, they were in it a lot. Yeah. Absolutely. The last one we had on this uh, fifth edition was 42-21 win over Valdosta State in 96, clinching a second straight Division II playoff berth um, for West Georgia. Um, So we're halfway home in the 40 games that shaped 40 years. We'll have the sixth edition this week. We'll get into the Gulf South Conference championship seasons of 97-98. Um, so continue to, to check those out. We'll probably come out with that one this Thursday, like we've been doing, um, and it'll be the sixth edition. It'll be fun. And keep the conversation going.
0: There's always a chance uh, that we can add a game that you that we that we haven't really thought about yet. Yeah, we there, can call there's an a audible. lot of games out here, so um, we nothing is set in stone. If you if, if you want to talk to us UWG Athletics on any social media account, will get you to us.
1: Yep. Um, if you didn't know, we've been talking about 40 games that shaped 40 years because this is the 40th season of NCAA football here at West Georgia. So make sure you get your season tickets, uwgsports.com slash tickets, or now it's official, Matt, uwgathletics.com slash tickets will also get you there, I believe. Yes, uwgathletics.com backslash tickets. <laughs> yeah, we have both domains now, uwgathletics.com, uwgsports.com. Either one will get you there. Absolutely. Well,
0: the biggest gift that anyone can give is of your resources and of your time. You've spent your time today listening to Jared and I talk about our Wolves, so you've definitely given of your time, and we're greatly appreciative of our listeners and fans of West Georgia Athletics. Hopefully you are a benefactor of the program, and we are grateful for every penny that is given to our Wolves. If you aren't and would like to be a part of the amazing things that happen here in Carrollton, there are plenty of opportunities for you to give to athletics through the University Development Office.
1: Follow us online at uwgathletics.com and on social media, Facebook, West Georgia Wolves, Twitter at UWG Athletics, or Instagram at UWG Athletics. Remember to download the UWG Game Day Experience
0: app. That is the best place, and it will be, it will act like a de facto game program for you when you get to, games, to West Georgia games. It'll be where the rosters are. There'll be rosters in the stadium. But if you want, if you want uh, updated information and 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 all kind of cool stuff and and uh, and trivia and all that kind of stuff, make sure you download the WG Game Day Experience app. It is available on any app store uh, around the world.
1: Yeah, if you want to actually live like it's the 40th season of college, of football at West Georgia and not yes. the 12th, right? Go ahead and download the app. Go ahead and download. The Otherwise, app. you're going to be living in the 90s. That's a good point. But you know, if that's you, go for it. I'm not not telling you what to do. Not a bad decade, though. No, not at all. I was born then. Anyway, uh, remember to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcast. If you want a free shout-out, just go leave a review, give us five stars, and uh, we'll shout you out right here on What the How. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week as we get one week closer to the start of the 21-22 seasons. I'm Jared Boggess. I just work here. And I'm Matt Cook, your assistant athletic director for Awesome. Next week, you shall hear Jared say... You've been listening to the greatest West Georgia Wolves podcast ever produced.
0: What the hell?